For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix, Ninja Seb Fan, and Darth Goji coming to you live from Manfield. And we're off to another wonderful start. I'm a 50s reporter. This is 50s reporter Knox. Coming in, breaking news. I just really wanted an excuse to talk with this accent, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but in another turn of events, the Life of Manfield boys have had a, the first dilemma they've had in the entire two years of their recording. They've actually had two many things to talk about for the intro. Is it Valentine's Day or is it the Olympics? What are we going with today? Um, Actually, we're going with both. We are hosting the first ever annual Valentine's Olympics. I like it. The Valentine's Olympics? How does this... What are some of yes. the events in the Valentine's Olympics? Oh, there's plenty of events. They have, um... They have the... Um... Yeah, what was that, Ninja? What was that first event? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't even know. Well... You know, there's some of the more action-packed events, like um, speed dating. Oh, man. Speed dating. On ice, right? On ice. How does, how does that work? It is on ice. Um, well, it's, it's actually just like you would think speed dating works. We, it's a very, very tough event to gauge because people just sign up and do 10-minute dates with a bunch of people. Sick. And, boy, I tell you what, the judges have the hardest time handing out medals for that one because there's really no means of measurement in terms of competition but uh it's one of the most watched events for sure i thought like as far as the olympic spirit goes i thought speed dating would be like you know you have two guys and two girls in a bobsled and they're going down the bobsled track and they have until the end of the track to talk and see if they're a good match you're I'm sorry. No, you're thinking of the Luge of Love. That's another popular oh, event. Oh, here. the Luge of Love. That's right. <laughs> and um, yes, uh, couples pair up in in a luge, and um, they see if they're compatible matches throughout the the. But they only have time to talk through the course of a luge. I was watching uh, the luge earlier. God dang, they go fast. Yeah. I, by the end of one, I saw a couple at second base. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's what's second base in the luge? Oh, it's not. It's the not luge. the luge. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's where where are the Valentine's Olympics being hosted this year? I, I believe they're being hosted in um, Ontario. That makes sense. Not really. Why here? Ontario? I, I that's just what I heard. In oh, France, gotcha. right? Yeah, Ontario, France. It's uh, about twenty place. miles south of Paris. No, there's there's Paris, Ontario. <laughs> no, not even. We have London, Ontario. Wait, are we in Canada or France? I don't even know. I anymore. don't even know. Oh my gosh! Well, it's apparently a fictional place. Um, it's a place in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place for it to be. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, a lot of people seem to want to be competing in the downhill chocolate toss. Oh, yeah. And basically, I guess what that is, is um, you have men standing at the top of this giant hill, and they're trying to throw chocolates down as far as they can to their women that are standing at the bottom. Uh, a lot of people like those, you know, faster-paced 
uh, events, but I'm a big fan of some of the, like, the slower, more strategy ones, like Kissing, um, which, you know, there's a big, big, long strip of ice, and they slowly push down themselves and slide across the ice <laughs> with their lips, their lips puckered, while there's, you know, several companions down in, in like, a target area <laughs> where they're going to slowly, slowly get their pursed lips up to them and just give them a kiss. But uh, then so that's they, one of the, they roughly just get bumped away. Yeah, they after. could get bumped away by another contestant coming in. Yeah, kissing is one of my favorite ones. It's one of the more finesse. Don't forget, you have you have two people like swiping your way towards the the kiss. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and for some reason, just like curling, the can the Canadians are the best at that. They're yeah. just so good at that. Yep. I'll tell you what, though, like if we're being like for real. Just for a second, I wish that kissing was an event with some of the curling team that I've seen on the Olympics. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, How come? Wait, if if your if your lips don't land on the target, then where do they land? Yeah, there's been a couple butt kisses. It's uh, it's been a pretty <laughs> spicy year this year. I can't believe they can show that on TV. Yeah, I didn't expect them to, but they did. <laughs> It's it's even worse when some of the some of the competitors pull down their pants. Oh man! <laughs> uh, hey, I've got a competition. Let's see how fast we can get through an episode of Life from Enfield. Uh, this is the show where sometimes we think of an intro and sometimes Knox forgets. I'm your host, Knox Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Darth Goji. I'm Ninja Ben. Uh, man, we, there there's been an eventful turn of events besides the Olympics. In the Snow Rocket Day? League world. Snow Day? Snow Day. What about Snow Day? I, th- I heard Snow Day's in the Olympics now. Oh, it is. Really? Yes, it is. Yeah. And we're all competing. We all got gold. Look at that. Gold in the Olympics. Good job, us. That'll match your alpha boost. Hey, that's pretty. Yeah. Our, the medals are rewarded in game, as in game items. Yeah, they're like toppers. <laughs> Well, we've been talking about it for two previous episodes now, but we finally got the patch of patches that we've been waiting for, the first patch of 2018. Uh, we got the patch notes to go over. Let's take a look at them. Yes, and I think that everything that we actually wanted in this first patch, we got. Um, let me Ooh. look. Oh, wait. What do you mean by that? Uh, um, you know, tournament mode, and there's like a new event, and... Oh, wait, never mind. That's not That's not in here. <laughs> Yeah, this was a, a smaller patch to get us started, I guess. Okay. Um, M- minus a few things. But, uh, all right, so, they I mean, we pretty much knew everything that was coming in this patch because of the the roadmap and stuff that they announced. Um, so, we had a pretty good heads up on what was coming. Uh, so, the big one, right? Season 6 ended. We got our rewards. Let's talk yes. about those. Uh, I'm sure you guys signed in and had to click OK to all. Or you clicked OK like five times. Yeah, I think OK to like all worked worked just fine. Yeah, same. <laughs> it didn't work for me. I don't think. I think I had to click through like each of them. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> or maybe I just wanted to see each item specifically, and I refused to click OK to all. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think of the rewards? Now that you got to see them in game on your car, I uh, am sporting my purple wheels. I am. Okay. I, am I haven't even touched them. I'm with Ninja on this one. Didn't even didn't even try him out. Well, this is my first time being champ, so I'm I'm proud of him. Okay, 
All right. Fair I enough. can see that. Yeah. My first time that I got the champ rewards, it was the champ boost back in the day. And I rocked that for a while. Nice. So, makes sense. Fair enough. Um, I, I mean, I don't think they're like terrible, but I, I, I think we complained about this last week. I don't like how they're color coded and I don't want purple wheels because well, I don't have a purple car. You, you got those fancy silver wheels, though, that you can sport. The fancy silver wheels, the black and white ones. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So, but, like, they're just kind of, like, normal wheels. They're not, like, super fancy. And that's another thing, right? I have no, like, incentive to use some of the lower rewards. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not showing off by using my silver wheels. That's true. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool that I have them because, you know, I earned them, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But... I don't know. I don't see any point of sporting them over some of the more like exclusive painted wheels that you can get from crates or, you know, being a three time RLCS visitor. I've got the RLCS wheels from, you know, two events to, to sport. I don't, so, True. I, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to go for some of these in-game items sometimes, but I'm sure that there are a lot of people that are very excited to have gotten those rewards. And, you know, if they match a car and you get to sport them, more power to you. Like, that. that's cool. Yeah. I'm not ragging on. I'm like, if I see them in game, I'm not thinking like, oh, look at this nerd with the champ wheels. Look at this guy. You you said that a lot earlier to me. I did. I, I was... we were <laughs> we we were playing some games earlier, and you were just getting real annoyed by it. Yeah, the whole time, Knox is like, God, your wheels. <laughs> uh, season seven started with the end of season six, um, which means we got to do ten placement matches. They announced beforehand that there would be a soft reset, and yes. the way that they worded that soft reset is if you win half of your placement matches, then you should be placed back close to where you ended last season, which I, of course, made the glaring comment of, guess what? That's not a reset. No. Uh, however, it seems that we were bamboozled, heckin' bamboozled this this season. We because were. Because there was a little bit more of a reset than... Uh, I think the, expected. I think the reset only happens at champ level, though. I think so. Uh, I think there's a a bell curve. Anything above, like you know, mid diamond, that it scales to, right? So if if you were in like diamond two, maybe you lost only like fifty points or so. Maybe you went down a couple divisions. But if you were, you know, champ two, like I was, I won I think seven or six of my placements, so more than half, and I was placed at champ one, division one. Um. So I yeah. literally went from like high champ two to low champ one, which is a pretty big scaling drop that I was happy with, right? I think that, um, and apparently, no matter how high you were last season, if you you if you were top one hundred grand champ, you got placed no higher than in champ one. Um, it was the wild west in champ champ level queuing this last, um, this season start because I remember I got on the first night just for a couple games to see how things were and. Uh, I was playing with people who were a lot worse than me because it seemed like even Diamond 3 players and stuff were put up at this kind of level. But at the same yeah. time, there were also a bunch of Grand Champs. Yeah, it was fun and it was also irritating. Like, some of the games were just horrible, but other games, like, you got teamed up with pros or got to play against some pros, and I think that was fun. So you would so you would say that this reset has had its pros and cons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja, have you had a chance to do your placements? Yes, I have. How'd they go? Uh, 
about average. Okay. I, I didn't really enjoy it. I just did it because I could. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's funny that like new content and stuff like this, um, even something just as interesting of like, I have placement matches to play, um, you know, kind of gives a little bit more motivation to play the game, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. I I didn't. I did three placement matches in one v ones, and then and then decided I'm just not going to do placements in one v ones because I don't like one v ones very much. I have an idea of of something that may have happened because I don't know. Maybe it it was just me in this kind of situation, or maybe there are people that it, this has affected worse. But um, because of that kind of like shuffle at the higher end, where you know I was placed a lot lower than what. I was expecting to be placed in, and then I, you know, had some struggle dealing with teammates and stuff that, um, you know, I hadn't kind of, like, had to play with in a while since they were, you know, typically ranked lower. Uh, it, it was a little bit of a frustrating experience for me to, until I kind of caught on that everyone had been put, placed down in, like, champ one that was higher than, than you know, me. Uh, I, I got this kind of, like, feeling like um this is a very like frustrating like experience like i feel like i should be a lot higher ranked why am i like you know losing these games and stuff i wonder if there are people who may have not you know caught on right away that (laughs) of what happened and you know have been really frustrated with the reset yeah i was frustrated at first until somebody explained to me that that everybody like champ one and above went down to champ one after i found that out it was way less frustrating it makes sense and and on that note, like, uh, it's hard to even tell that that is the case because the skill gap between, like, you know, champ one and, like, champ three and, like, grand champ players is not as big as you would expect it to be. Yeah. There's a certain level of consistency and, um, you know, and speed and, you know, positioning that you don't, like, it's tough to notice those, like, differences in the play style. And so when you start consistently losing games and not quite sure why, I can see that that being a hindrance experience to yeah for sure to a player that didn't quite uh wasn't aware of what was happening right now i haven't done my placements in any other playlist except for twos i did ones and twos okay um so i'm curious do you guys think that the strategy because i was trying to think of this from a strategic like standing um do you think strategically it would be better to get ahead of the pack um, and do your placements as early in the season as possible with the chance of, you know, getting a couple of the, like, better teammates on your team and, like, riding that wave a little bit higher and maybe getting placed and grinding higher with everyone in that way you get a chance to move up with the community or waiting, like, a week or two for the, the kind of, like, ranking system to settle and then doing your placements when you have, like, when you get placed, obviously, way lower than you should be and everyone else is settled and you can just slam opponents until you get back to where you were um for me it always seems to be it seems to be better for me personally to queue like right at the beginning of the season get all your placements in like today like i was just on a sick winning streak because i was getting like season six grand champs on my team and uh it just it, it made it a whole lot easier to rank up that's my opinion what do you think ninja i don't know I I like to take my time before I do the placements for everything. Well, one of the things to factor into this like discussion is the idea of sigma in a matchmaking system. Sigma is a value that represents the unknown factor, the uncertainty level of um 
of like how good you are. And I'm fairly certain that this is the biggest part of when they do these soft resets each season is that I, I'm fairly certain that they, if they don't eliminate your Sigma completely, then they like nerf it like a lot. Yeah. And, and the idea of that is that like how certain the system is of your placement in the like ranking system <clears throat> is like increased to like a hundred percent. Um, and Sigma can only go down, right? Like if you start winning a bunch of games and stuff, it will start ranking you higher, obviously, but your uncertainty level will not go down because every game that you, um, like present the matchmaking system with lowers an uncertainty level because it has more information about you. You are better than these people. You are better than these people. You are worse than these people and so on and so forth. So your Sigma value actually lowers after every single game. And so my thought is that if you are in this like rocky road of the season just starting, um, then your Sigma value, like if you win 50% of your placements, you know, lose the other 50%, obviously, and your Sigma goes down each time and, you know, and you're starting to win or lose like 50%, which is what, which is what a matchmaking system is trying to get you to. It wants you to have a win rate of 50% because that means you are placed exactly where you should be. Yeah, that's true then um, I think, like, you can end up hurting yourself with that Sigma being set um, after, you know, like, your first 20 matches to the point where it's like, okay, the system thinks it's pretty confident about where you're at, um, and then everything else is just a hard climb up, like a normal season climb up. But what I'm saying is, what if you choose to do your 10 placements after, right, uh, the season has settled a little bit, you you crank out ten wins in your placement matches. You get get that sig get that sigma like like you know cranking because each of them each of them is like a win. It's like okay yeah well, you're better you're better you're better and we're getting more and more certain that you are better. And then maybe you can get a little bit of a slingshot up into the higher ranks. Yeah maybe that's a good I think point. I'm, I'm gonna hold off on threes maybe, um or solo standard or something like that to see if and test it out. Yeah maybe give it a good old testeroni. Yeah, that's I don't a good know what idea. Testaroni is. It's like uh, macaroni. Oh, yeah, then that works. <laughs> <laughs> Victory crate has been added. Um, I haven't gotten one. So. I I can confirm one hundred percent that the only thing that the victory crates have in them is decals. <laughs> I uh, can debunk that myth. Like I have t- opened ten, and I have gotten ten decals. I'd like to correct the name to the Athena crate. What do you mean? Why? It's basically themed for Athena. Come on. She, oh, because she it has a calls, decal for yes. Athena. Okay. Uh, so, Ninja, you said you weren't able to get one yet. Nope. Okay. Goji, how many would you say you've gotten? I've gotten 10. You've gotten 10? Yes. Yeah, they wow. seem to drop a lot. That's weird. From what I heard. Um, I feel like I played a decent amount, but I only got, I think, four, maybe, at max. Hmm. Yeah, I think I've. Probably only open four. Uh, And you have only gotten decals? Yeah, I traded five of my decals in and I got some gray nippers. Yes, there are wheels in this crate that are named nippers. Okay, see, that's that's tiptoeing a line on two sides there because there are just a couple letters that could be swapped out. Four nipples, and then another one that I'm not going to say on the show. Everybody tells me I have to see the doctor about my gray nips. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. 
Um, some of the items that were in the crate are pretty cool. Of course, there's, you know, some decals. Um, and speaking of decals, for the black market items, uh, they only went with two goal explosions in this one, but uh, three, I believe, three black market decals. So they got back into that black market. Isn't it two-two? Market. Um, I think it was only two-two. I don't I remember. Three. There's the there's the uh, the swirly one. The hurricane. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know all of them. And then there's the. Oh god, I don't remember. Dang I it. don't remember either. I don't have I don't have a crate to look in. So. Well, whatever. And then, but it's cool to see that there's some new black market decals. Um, it's also cool that they started doing that thing where they show you all the black market items in the crates instead of what they did in the old crates. I thought that might have been specific to goal explosions, but now you can see all of the black market decals and the goal explosions in the crate. Preview them before you open it, which is yeah. really cool. What are the two goal explosions? I know there's the, the cartoon one, which is really cool. There's a cartoon one, which is really cool. Um, and then there is this, like, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a polygonal, like, um, bunch of shapes blow out. It's polypop. Polypop. That it's was in a really previous crate. Really cool. Wait, it was. Yeah, that was in the uh, oh yeah, yeah velocity crates. Well, then I don't know. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna have to like go to the Reddit or something. I mean, I'll research that. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. So I did get bunch of decals in my first couple crates but i did get one last crate before we started recording tonight just a little bit beforehand and um i got the werewolf nice what color was it painted werewolf i got the lime green werewolf lime green that sounds like something psionics would give me yeah it's i don't know i don't know what happened there they got our accounts confused uh it is two and two uh ninja you were right there is the chameleon um, universal decal, oh, yeah, and then yeah. there's the Stormwatch universal decal. I think, I don't know, the chameleon seems to me that it looks too much like the snake skin. Um, oh, and then there's the Trigon universal decal, and there's just, so there's three decals and one explosion. It's the tune explosion, so I was way off about about there being two gold explosions. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, that's my bad. My bad. I don't get so excited for the crates anymore. Um, I think, I think I'm a little burnout on crates because of how fast they come out. I mean, what do we get? Ten crates a year, almost. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of a bit. And I, I went kind of ham when they first started releasing them because they were a really cool concept. But after I spent like my first hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars on crates, uh, I think it was it was uh, too much. They lost their appeal to me a little bit. So. Especially, you know, uh, the drop rates are a little low, and it's almost better to... I, I Well, I take that back. The drop rates are a little low for spending a dollar on a crate, right? Versus, yeah. um, I think I think as far as a global market kind of goes, I think the drop rates are in a good spot. The things that are really rare are just as rare as I think they should be. Uh, but I found that it's a lot easier to just trade the keys for the items that I want, and it's um, a lot more financially... <laughs> Yeah, it's way cheaper, especially if your luck is horrible. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, I don't like lime green items, so I plan on trading away my lime green werewolf, and I'd probably just pick up a normal one. Um, yeah. Get some extra keys out of it. Yeah, um, you probably won't get extra keys out of it. No one likes lime, lime, it's green. lime green. No one likes People lime green. People love lime green. You kidding me? <laughs> So you mean the worst color it's their in Rocket favorite League? color. It's people's favorite color. I have 
I have so many lime green items, and there's not one single lime green item on my car right now. In game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I got I got a lime green fractal fire the other day. Out of a crate. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the werewolf, I should probably mention how it plays. I've given a review of every new car on this show at some point, so I should probably talk about this one. Yeah. Dominus hitbox. It feels really low to the ground. Like it feels as low to the ground as the Batmobile almost, um, or almost like a little paladin, but. It does have the nice long body of a Dominus. Uh, visually speaking, it's not one of the weirder cars. Uh, the hitbox to visual ratio is pretty, you know, like almost one to one. There's a little bit of a rounded front, which, you know, almost works for it because it's such a subtle round that it kind of uh, makes you feel uh, like it represents the way that the car is going to hit the ball a little bit. Right. Uh, so it, it works. In fact, it was not awkward at all to kind of jump into using it for the first time. I have not played a game on anything other than the Octane in probably the last four months. Um, and I've been looking at maybe switching to a Dominus or a Breakout for, you know, a little sprint here or there soon. Uh, so now that I got this, I was pretty excited that there's a new car for me to try out. And uh, I think I was in free play for probably all of 15 or 20 seconds before I decided that I was comfortable enough to take it straight into ranked. Uh, and we played one ranked game. Me and Goji. And you scored four goals. I scored four goals, yeah. It was nuts. It's, it's a Dominus hitbox, so it smacks the crap out of the ball. There's nothing to be like surprised about there. It can really get some strong hits. Uh, of course, if you flick with it, you're going to get high, long-ranged flicks because of how long the body is. But I do think that the pivot point, um, which is the, you know, the point in the the body where the car rotates for its like dodges um and like ro- in air rotations and stuff i do think that that's a little further forward than it is on the dominus because i found um that uh my flicks weren't as obnoxious as they were in the dominus like sometimes you can flick across the entire field on the dominus but with right. this uh car it felt more like um more like in between octane and dominus so um i think that's that's probably a better quality about it because i avoid the dominus in 2v2 for that reason. I try to keep con- the ball close to me and keep control of it at all times. And there are times when I, I'd be dribbling from our goal and do a flick and just like it goes to their back wall almost. And it's like, well, great. They have the ball now. <laughs> <laughs> I got past one opponent and the other one was just like, okay, this is on my side now. Thank you. So, uh, but I'll probably play, I mean, I'll crush it in threes a ton. It's a nice hard hitting ball. It's easy to fly because it's a nice flat aerodynamic kind of visual. So, uh, I like it a lot, actually. I think it's a lot more viable than some of the other crate cards that we've gotten. Nice. Um, what else was added in this patch? Those were the two big things. Um, yep, just uh, uh, a few bug fixes. Yeah, and that's it. And then, and then they told us the stuff that they know to fix, but they didn't. That I think, uh, considering it's a, a <laughs> it's a ranked update, I think you should be doing this first. Uh, and, yeah. So here's the funny thing, right? In the bug fixes section, they list three bugs that were fixed, and then in the known issues section, they <laughs> announced four bugs that they found. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. But it's just no, a funny little thing. But the end game, I don't think it. The division up and down. They've known this since December. Yes, yeah. yes. This isn't specific to this patch, um, so it's not like they created a bunch of new bugs for this one. But I just thought it was this kind of like funny juxtaposition of we fixed three bugs. Here are four bugs that we found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, one of them, though, is the one of the known issues is the appearance of the season six diamond wheels. What is this issue? I didn't even notice. Apparently, they wanted to change it because no one liked yeah, the diamond wheels. They 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 talked about changing them to make them more flashy because they they posted that first screenshot of the wheels and everybody was like angry that the diamond ones didn't look much different from the platinum ones. So then they showed another picture that showed them like in game and they look different. Like the diamond and the platinum wheels, the diamonds were like shining a little brighter and everything, but the wheels in game look like the original picture. Right. And, uh, let's see, I found a tweet here about them from rocket league and it says, we've heard your feedback about our season six rewards. Uh, and here's the, here's what the diamond and platinum wheels look like when you see them in the main menu. Uh, because the the lighting apparently and stuff made them look wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. So, I don't I I don't know if there's like a visual problem with them that got introduced into the game or not. I don't um, think there is. They look like the screenshot. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, there we go. People just want something uh, different. Um. Well, there you go. That's pretty That's much the it patch for the patch notes. Pretty good patch notes. Um. Valentine's Day came early for me this year because Psyonix gave me one of the best gifts ever. And their next news post that went up uh, on February 13th, and oh boy, this one's a doozy. A heckin' doozy. It is. It's an expensive doozy. I don't care. I don't care. It's all mine. I'm going to buy five of them. (laughs) Oh, are you sending me one? Wait, in all honesty, though, I do want to buy three of them because then we could play 3v3. Oh, that would be awesome. Well, wait, if we all no. buy one, we could still play 3v3. Yes. So yes. you don't have to buy three. <laughs> okay, um, the new Hot Wheels Rocket League RC cars have been announced, and we have a long wait for them because they're coming in, in the holiday season of 2018, but we get a nice preview of what these bad boys are. Here's the, here's the highlights. RC cars, Rocket League, Real there life. You go. Real life. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm going to spare reading to the post, but basically there is a set that you can buy that is an assemblable arena. So a pretty large arena, I'm assuming. Uh, two RC cars, a ball that apparently needs to be charged because there's a charging base that charges the ball and the two RC yes. cars. Oh, yeah, there's the, ball, the ball glows. The lights on the ball glow. And there is a sensor in the ball, and when it crosses through the goal on the arena, the scoreboard updates. It makes this, yeah, the scoreboard updates, and it makes like goal noises from the game and stuff. That is, I'm very, very, very excited for this, uh, of course, because you know how much Jaboy loves the toys. Yeah, me too. I'm a little bit ashamed of how much someone who's almost 30 loves. toys (laughs) toys <laughs> i'm wondering how big the field is gonna be yeah um uh, so i don't think it's gonna be overly large gonna be. yeah i think it's gonna be smaller cars uh i'm thinking if you've seen like a beyblade arena yes yes um i'm thinking it's gonna be around that size um but 180 dollars so, for this kit yeah so it might be bigger at at <laughs> A price point that large yes, might that's, be... That's what I'm thinking. For $180, it's probably going to be a pretty decent size. The charging base looks a little like pretty big. 
Um, and I, I like that the charging base is a boost pad. Yes, the charging base. Uh, which is weird, though, because it's only like a two-pronged boost pad. So, and so who wants to go to New York yeah. in three days? Why? What, we, could go, why? we could go watch the preview of it. We could. <laughs> Wait, why is there... Hot Wheels oh. will be showing off this set at Toy Fair 2018 in New York City, February 17th through the 20th. Oh! I have a friend who lives in New York. I'll tell him to go. That's a good idea. <laughs> Take pictures for me. Oh, and it's also going to come with in-game DLC. Yes, yes. Which I'm assuming is going to be something Hot Wheels. Um, It will be, yeah. Uh, and here's interesting... Enough, they also subtly announced that there will be more purchasable in game DLC, DLC for Hot Wheels uh, later this year as well. Yes. Um, so looks like we're getting a couple new Hot Wheels cars. Hopefully, they're better than the last Hot Wheels cars. Yes, no one liked them. <laughs> but actually, you know, surprisingly enough, there were a there were a, a core set of people who clung to the um whatever that long one that mimics the Batmobile was. I was going to say, if y'all want to see how popular the Hot Wheels cars were, can either one of you name both of them? Nope. I can't. Hang on, hang on. Twin Mill 3. Yeah, the Twin Mill was one of them. Bone Shaker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bone Bone Crusher. Bone Shaker? Either Uh or. Either or. (laughs) Uh, Bone something. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now I really want to know. I'm going to look that up here in the background (laughs) while... um, uh oh, so the uh so they're gonna be Hot Wheels like models of cars, right? Um, so I don't know what yeah. we're gonna get. Hopefully, I don't know. So I these look like they might. They're pictures of in-game item or not in-game, but real-life items for the ball and the charging base. The uh, arena and the cars look like they're little PNGs that were drawn. Yeah, they and the arena like, says not final art. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know what to expect there um, as far as what the look and stuff is going to be of the yeah, cars. I wish we could have at least gotten some like dimensions. Right. Oh, that would have been really cool. Yeah. One thing that they did announced, um, first off, uh, the new car is, or that car was the Bone Crap. Dang it. The Bone shaker. Crap. Bone Shaker. It's the Bone Shaker. I was right. Oh. Sorry, I was reading through that post while I was trying to, to talk about other stuff. Um, they announced how these cars are going to be controlled, which... Smart device. Yes, I, touch controls on your phone. Yeah, that kind of bugged me. Now, uh, I don't know if they're going to add third-party controller support, but I do have a Bluetooth controller that you can hook up to your phone and yeah. use. Uh, but as far as the apps that support that, it's hit or miss. Um, there's a couple right. games I found on the App Store that use it. And actually, as of recently, uh, it doesn't work at all for iOS devices that got updated to iOS 11. And oh. we're probably going to have iOS 12 by this point, so I highly doubt that it's going to be supported further. This um, is why I have a Samsung phone. Everything yeah. works with my phone. If you have an Android, I am much more optimistic that you can maybe do something along these lines of using a, a controller. If you have a freaking Android, I'm sure you can plug in an Xbox controller to that bad boy and get this thing to control these cars somehow. Uh, Probably, so I wouldn't yeah. worry too much about that. Uh, but you might have to do some hacking. And I don't know why they, like, especially for $180, I don't know why 
They wouldn't just release a couple. Yeah, why fight. would you not want your like dedicated remotes? Like they're they're making it sound like it's convenient because it says no extra controllers to worry about. Well, I want the controllers. <laughs> yeah, because I'm paying yeah, for physical, RC cars. Give me an RC controller. Physical buttons over touch controls any day. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, they're probably going to be very large buttons because let's be honest, there's going to be four controls, Forward. right? Forward, yeah, backward, backward, left, left and right. right. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, as jump. much as I would love to, that there would be boost. a jump Wait, button. Wait, you forget about or boost and jump, yeah. <laughs> there might be a boost. jump, a drift. Maybe they'll have the cars go very slow and then boost mode is just a faster version of it. I thought about that. I would yeah. be interested to see if they in, if they introduce something like that. Because um, it's, it's going to be on a smart device. Maybe it'll show you how much boost you have. Drifting Ooh. would be really cool if they put drifting in somehow. I don't I know. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> how do you drift um, an RC car? What if, so what if the cars had a sensor in them, right? The controller shows how much boost you have. And when you drive over one of the boost pads on the field, it refills your boost. Hey. For $180, I think the car should actually have flames coming out of them. But <laughs> we'll have to see. Uh, we can only speculate at this point, and hopefully some of, someone gives us that beautiful video demo of that New York uh, uh, toy, whatever. I'm sure yeah, someone's awesome. going um, And since it's such a late release, I'm sure that this is like probably still in like prototyping stages even, so there might be some adjustments and stuff. We might not even get the full picture of what's happening yeah. uh, in, in the toy fair, so. I don't I know. I'm very, the, very excited. I know I that, hope I'm that they. To... I hope they model the arena after Manfield. Uh, yeah, so it says not final art. Uh, it looks like its own unique stadium, but it looks yeah. more like DFH than Manfield. Well, yeah, it does. It has the grass lines of Manfield with more of a layout of, like a line layout of DFH. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I do like that there are like six boost pads and that kind of thing, you know, going on. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I'm excited. I'm super excited. So we pulled a fast one over on Psionics this week. We did. Yeah. So they assumed that we recorded yesterday. So uh, they made yeah. an announcement today. Well, guess what, Psionics? We're we, on this we're one. On this. Yeah, we saw it coming. Who would have thought? By the way, they did try to pull a fast one on us because <laughs> we we switched our recording schedule to be on Tuesdays because of the RSC and stuff. Um, and then we're like, oh, cool. We won't miss so many patch notes the day of and stuff like that. Which we got, we caught the patch notes and the uh, the good old Hot Wheels announcement on this one, and they're like, "Haha, those LFM guys, we're gonna do yeah, a freaking two announcements in a row. Get screw yeah. them over." Ha! <laughs> huh. Well, you underestimate how much I like hockey games, and went to one last night so that I couldn't record, and or how much Goji was sick. Yeah, didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, they didn't. So they announced today. That the in-game tournaments beta is coming to Steam February 21st through the 23rd. Oh, I can't wait to play. That's Mitz. That's this month. That is this month. I can't wait to play it and for, we are, for weeks on end. We are all going to opt into this beta, and we are going to hold an LFM tournament. Yes. Uh, now, those of you who are thinking about opting into this beta, there are a couple concerns that you might have, especially if you're someone with slow internet. Yes. Here is the concerns, all right? One, um, you're going to get a lot different functionality out of your game client by opting into this beta because they are actually replacing your game client on Steam instead of uh, releasing a couple extra features within your game client. Here's what I mean. You will have to re-download the game. 
All right? Yes. Uh, so if you opt into this beta, you are going to re-download a different version of the game. And in this version of the game, you will not be able to, A, play ranked, and B, play cross-platform. Right. So, so uh, basically, so, uh, you're going to have to re-download it again if you want to play ranked. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm not too worried about this. I have nice, fast internet, so I can opt in and out of the beta over the, the weekend that it's out, and I'll be yeah. you know, going back and forth between ranked and tournaments and stuff like weekend. that. But is it not over a weekend? No. Yeah, it's over a weekend. Yeah. I. It I'm starts just... on uh, Friday it's the 21st. Two, it's a two-day. No. Yeah, and it when... ends on Sunday the 23rd. No, 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 no. Wednesday the 21st, sorry. No. And then so, Friday the 23rd. So Friday yeah. the 23rd. It's two days. Interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, it'll be what a three time day. does it start and end? It'll be a three-day. It'll be a three-day beta. Most, yeah, most of these betas are usually it, around three days. It starts uh, 10 a.m. Pacific on Wednesday and then ends at 5 p.m. Pacific on Friday. So it's basically um, three days. Two days and a half. It says other functionality may also yeah. be limited. Here's another thing, all right? Make sure you go through and get screenshots of all of your settings because your control configuration and some audio and video settings may change. <laughs> yeah, um, we don't need that. And I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, so I've played in a lot of, like, uh, you know, LAN environments, I guess, for Rocket League, for, like, your average player. Obviously, pros and stuff playing a lot more LANs and stuff. But... um. I was in the first ever PAX East uh, LAN, and uh, so I, I've, like, you know, had this idea of, like, you know, memorizing your, like, your settings and then having to take them to, you know, LAN setups and stuff like that. Uh, or if you're someone who has alternate accounts, I imagine this is something that you have to do all the time, too, uh, where you have to sync up all of your Ninja. controls and, and nope. settings and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but I've realized that uh, lately, within the past, like, six months or so there's been it's been a lot more complicated of a process right because before you had your controls uh that you had to set up right and then um and then you had your visual settings like your video settings right how much bloom and all that depth of field and all that crap that you wanted like turned off uh and then about like six months ago they added all this like dead zone stuff where you have to like change your dead zone and then um very recently they added like more dead zone options and stuff. This is like a three screen or four <laughs> screen. If you count the audio settings, this is like a four screen system that you have to memorize. If you want to have consistent settings between like multiple different setups. Yeah. Uh, and if you're like me who sometimes plays on a laptop, you can't use cloud sync because it will automatically reset all of your stuff. If there's a bad cloud sync. Um, so if I switch to my laptop, even I have to switch all of my settings. Um, uh, if I ever make one change to them. So make sure you grab screenshots of all of your settings so that you can port them over to the new beta client uh, really well. That's That's been a, an LFM PSA. <laughs> yes, we will not accept that as an excuse for losing the tournament. Exactly. We will not accept that. <laughs> um, so yeah, looking forward to that. It's other than that, it's, uh, that new logo. That to the, oh, they have a trailer, by the way, for this thing. I, there's not anything announced in the trailer it's just kind of like a hype teaser thingy but uh in the yeah. beginning of it there's like this weird logo and stuff that has an octane and says uh battle cars 10th anniversary and so they they added a little description at the bottom of the post to say that the new logo that you spied in our trailer above we're going to be celebrating the 10th anniversary of supersonic acrobatic rocket powered really? battle cars all year long so look wow. for the logo in all of our trailers throughout 2018 i don't know what that means 
Uh, maybe we're going to get some like hidden exclusive items or something. You know, There was some stuff where you can do the Konami code to get an item in the game. Maybe there's going to be some other Easter eggs and stuff that we can find throughout the, uh, throughout the 2018 Rocket League seasons. I'm excited. Yeah. Other than that, um, that's it for the news. But I say that's it for the news. We've talked for 45 minutes about the news. I want to know some more of the stuff that's been <laughs> happening in the people that play this game on a whole nother level. Let's talk about that in Ninja Super Happy Esports Fun Time. Oh boy, there's a lot. There's a lot, <laughs> man. I can let's, go through this pretty quickly. Let's do it. So, so Envious have decided to put Greasy Meister as a sub. Good, he sucks. I'm just kidding, Greasy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's really good. That's a really surprising uh, kind of situation that they found in. And they replaced him with Ignite. Who used to play for X-Ray. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Greasy went to Flipside, right? And then back to Envious? Greasy was originally on Flipside, and then he went to Envious. No, he was originally with Remco and them boys, and then he left them, because he was on Northern with them. Yeah, that was season and one, and then season two he joined, I think. No, it was season... Maybe. I'm not sure about the timing of it all, but he started out with them boys, and then he went to Flipside, and then he went back, and then now he got pushed down to sub. Because it's not working out. <laughs> interesting. He's a really good player. He's a very, very good player. Yeah. It's interesting. So it's interesting to see him in a subbing play. Uh, out of style, have a re- uh, officially announced their third on the roster. Hado. I'm excited about that announcement. I'll tell you why. Why? Because they've gotten a lot of attention lately. There are a lot of RLCS uh, previous season pros that have kind of been lost in the shuffle, right? Uh, and it could have been very easily for them to have picked up a big known uh, name that, um, you know, that, that came in with them and stuff. But instead, they decided to do what Out of Style does best, get another up-and-comer. So, <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, next- well, they, hey, they qualified for LCS with a roster of up-and-comers, with, except for Lachino, right? Uh, so True. I think I think that it's only fitting that they that they get another one to the roster. Yeah. Uh Mets, Magnus, and a lot have decided to leave Method. Wow. So that oh, wow. they're they're on the prowl to find a much bigger org. Uh okay. guess who, which is the old market roster, signed with Vita- uh, Vitality. Hey Nice. And Dude with the Nose joins Splice, and so does Jay Wismont with Karma. Uh didn't Splice already have like five People? <laughs> no, they, they, no. They went back down to just Karma, and then she picked up both of them. Oh, okay. So well, that's apparently a very scary team, so watch out for them. Uh, Space Station Gaming signed over zero Espeon and Lemon Puppy, which we talked about last week. So, okay. So, so that's interesting. Nice. Never heard of them. Space Station <laughs> Gaming. And Pluto uh, coming in just, just during this, this episode. Has announced that he's going to be teaming with Rapid RL and Roll This One with Shock as a sub. And the name, say the name. Genesis. Yeah, baby! Noxus <laughs> get to be a fan again! Genesis is back. For like, the uh, here's fourth the sad time thing. Right? If you're a longtime listener of the show, uh, or maybe just someone who watched season one of the RLCS, you would have seen that there was the first person ever to make an RLCS poster at the live event. And it was Jaboy. That's right. 
uh, I was the first person ever to bring a poster into the RLCS event, and it was a nice big image of the Genesis gaming uh, logo with the caption, Pluto, take my energy, and a nice little assy art thing that I hand drew. Pluto was I so remember. proud of yeah, Pluto was so proud of that bad boy that he made me sign it and give it to him. So I'm going to have to make another one for this season. Uh, <laughs> so there's an issue there. Pluto, if I can just get that back, that'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. That's a cool announcement. So that was pretty much it for the roster shuffle. Man, and it's like, wait, today is when the RCS closes, right? I think uh, so. Yes, I believe yes. so. Is it already closed? I think it is. It's possible. Well, dang it. I forgot to sign up. I did too. Don't worry. <laughs> Me too. I'm not. Well, hang on. Season. Wait. Can this happen on. Uh, oh, gosh. Guys, there is still a registration page. Well, are we, si- do- are we doing up. this? Let's do this. Oh, boy. oh, snap. All right. Well, then uh, I'll sign us up here right at the end of this thing. Live from Manfield are announcing our official roster for the RLCS Season 5. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> the Manfield United. I'm pretty excited. That brings us to the Weekly Whiffs. Knox, how was you- your week? Hey, it was good, man. Uh, I played a little bit more Rocket League than usual. I'm slowly ramping back up into playing into more playtime with the game. A lot of that has to do because uh, Paragon is Paragon. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, not playing that game. Hey, quick news on that front, though. There's a lot of speculation going around the Paragon-like stuff. First off, you know, they kind of really dropped the ball with how they handled all the communication on that that front. But uh, a month or three weeks before they uh, like closed Paragon, the Chinese version of the game launched in China, obviously under Tencent Games, right? They own League of Legends and, like, almost every other, like, big game. Uh, They own 48% of Epic anyway. So it makes sense that they would take control over the Chinese release of the game. But in the whole process of Paragon shutting down, uh, Tencent announced that they didn't even know, they weren't even aware that it was shutting down (laughs) through Epic. Oh, wow. Uh, So... Uh, Epic, I think, seemed to be under the impression that it was going to shut down in China because Epic said something along the lines of, like, and yeah, expect the Chinese version to go away as well. But Tencent announced, like, um, what? No. We are, we've actually just hired a bunch of Unreal developers. We are doing this beta. We're going to close the beta and take a break for a little while, but we're going to reopen servers here in a month. Um, Interesting. (laughs) We like this game. (laughs) During that closed beta, which just ended two days ago, Paragon was the most played game in China. Wow. Tencent has also made an announcement that if they see uh, a lot of success with Paragon in China, that they are going to do a global release of the game. Nice. Uh, so Tencent might do a re-release of Paragon, and one of my favorite games might come back, so I'm very excited for that. It's all speculation right now, because there's been no actual official thing. These have all just been, like, here and there interviews and stuff. Yeah. But, anyway. I've been playing a lot. Uh, I've been grinding a lot. Uh... I, I don't know. I'm just having a little bit more fun. Of course, the new season always is good to spark your interest with the game. So I did my placements. Um, I had a frustrating fall back into Diamond since I got placed in like low champ one. Feels bad. But I've done yeah. some climbing. I'm actually almost back up to champ two already, uh, which is actually a lot higher than the curve than I was, um, you know, like ending last season because champ two is actually a good thing to boast about in the current standings of, of stuff. So uh, I'm feeling kind of excited about 
my climb. Uh, I, like I said, I played with the werewolf. I plan on actually just maining that car for a little bit and seeing if I like it because I like hitting the ball hard. That's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what. Here's the best thing about my week in Rocket League is I got a message last night, two nights ago, two nights ago, uh, from my good friend, friend of the show, Artomata, wanting to play some games. And uh, so it was just really, really fun. We played for about like two or three hours. He, uh, he and I did threes with Broco, actually. And um, we just did some unranked. And uh, we just had a blast. All kinds of funny memes about, you know, every time something wouldn't go our way, like I would whiff or something, then we would just blame it on Psionics and tell him to fix the game. <laughs> and, uh, he, no, he, in all good fun, he, he had some good singers back at us and stuff. So he's a really good guy. Uh, and of course, if you haven't seen Twitter, he's responsible for all of your crate drops. So <laughs> <laughs> if you want good RNG, tweet at him a thousand times asking for the items that you want, and he can make that happen. Uh, that's not a prank. That's a real thing. Tweet at Artomata asking for specific painted items, and you will get them. That's how yeah, the system is set up. Yeah, that's how Knox got his lime green werewolf. Uh-huh. I tweeted right at him. I said, hey, can I please have a lime green werewolf? Um, and what do you know? Showed up in the very next crate I opened. So it happened yep. for me. It can happen for you. Ninja, how was your week, man? I played Rocket League every now and then. I, I did my placements. <laughs> I, I dealt with my placements. <laughs> okay. In, in ones and twos. But that, that was pretty much it. I, CSGO, come on. I've been getting caught up with CSGO. Did you play with the, the RSC team Monday night? Oh, I did do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We we yeah. four-owed. We did really good. Nice. Got you. How, how was your week? My week has been awesome. So we did the RSC thing Monday night. We went two and two, but like when there was 10 seconds left in our first match, our third guy's ping went to 300, Ooh. and it stayed there until like halfway through the last match. Oh, no. So we managed to pull out two wins, though, so it wasn't bad. We played really well together. Uh, other than that, I did my placements. I'm uh, Diamond 3, Div 4 in Solo Standard. Diamond 3, or I'm sorry. Yeah, Diamond 3, Div 2 in doubles. And I'm almost champ 2 in 3v3. Ooh, that's standard grind. And Yeah, I'm champ 1, Div 4, and I got my champ rewards tonight already. You're the first of the podcast to get your champ rewards. You've yeah, been so playing I'm, a lot. I'm done. I'm done for the season. This, <laughs> I got my champ rewards. I'm taking a break and playing other games. Now you got to get that GC title. Eight. This is the season, man. Uh, I don't know if I can. I, like, uh, like I want to get the champ too, because at least then I'll know I improved. Okay. But uh, I don't think I'll be making it to GC this season. Oh, I can tell you right now that you've improved. Like, I, I mean, I play with you probably a couple times a week, and you... Yeah. Although I'm a little scared, Goji, because like we're we make a pretty good doubles duo, and uh, it's mainly because like we're very similar in style, and I'm pretty sure I had like a unique kind of different style to the game anyway. So I'm worried that all of my criticism of your gameplay when <laughs> when you <laughs> were in Diamond, go- yeah, is turned you into another version of me, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. Because well, I never made it to GC last season, so the know. funny thing is, like we like earlier, we went on like a six game winning streak in doubles, 
But yep. if you throw a third into our games, we can't win. We can't win. No, it's it's, it's insane. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, make sure this is just a public service announcement, a reminder. Join our Discord. We hang out in here uh, with people all the time. Literally, it's one of the most active Discords I've seen with actual uh, quality chat. You know, some Discords, there's just memes being posted in the the open lobby or whatever 100% of the time. But uh, I'm very surprised that hour after hour throughout the day, our lobby has some nice, relevant topic uh, conversation on some some good stuff. Yeah. So if you want to come and hang out with us in the show, or not in the show, but if you want to come in and hang out us from the show, <laughs> uh, we love to hear from you and, and talk with you. There's a bunch of great active people on our Discord, and of course, we sometimes just hop in Channel of Fun and ask for thirds and you know stuff to do some games and, and house threes and all that kind of fun stuff. So you yep. miss out on that stuff if you're not in our Discord. You can find our Discord on our website uh, or at our Twitter. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, so make sure you do that. For sure. And that is going to bring us to our patrons, guys. And we are going to give some of our patrons an honorific because we wouldn't be able to do what we do without their support. And we're going to start with our one and only grand champion patron, Crunchy. It's crunch time. Oh, my gosh. There's two of them. uh Uh-oh. You said one and only. But no. Guess what? Just like Hato's an up-and-comer for the RLCS boys, Dizzy has now joined the Grand Champion patron level. And he's never even been, at, like, in any other level. He literally came out of the woodwork, he, I think. He got on the Discord, and he was like, hey, guys. And I'm like, oh, this is someone new. So I talked to him, and, like, all within one day, he's on the Discord. And then he's like, how does this Patreon thing work? So yeah, I talked yeah. to him about it. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm a Grand Champion patron now. I was like, what? <laughs> wow. So sure maybe enough. he just... He's asking questions about how it works and stuff, so maybe you just did a poor job explaining it. He thinks he paid one time twenty five dollars, so we'll That's that's probably it. <laughs> that's probably oh. it. No, I think the uh we we thought beforehand on the honorific for this one, and I think we came up with a good one. Just uh one fitting if it's fitting enough for Randy Orton, it's fitting enough for Dizzy. Dizzy, Green Champion Patron out of nowhere. Thank All you right. so much, man. Thank you so much. Uh Champion Patron Vodka Ice. Wait, is this yes. mean? That's yes. not mean, is it? It is me. <laughs> Crap. We need to color code these things or something, boys. <laughs> uh, they are color coded. Shaken, not stirred. MK Smith, the man, the myth, the smith. Fico frenzy, that shit's crazy. Spell TV muffling stepped his game up. Eskimo Jesus turning wine into igloos. Tied dizzle for shizzle my nizzle. Red Jello, the man, the myth, the mystery. Stunt guy, he's tricked out. Johnny Kooks is cuckoo for Rocket League. Spook, it's Casper. Dawson with a V, not a creek. Lennox, John Lennox, the fifth beetle. Morrow Fox, the foxiest patron. Of course, Henry, the one and only. Anex Poseidon, making waves. And Pickett's my main man. Thank you guys so much for the support of the show. If you're interested in how to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash lfmanfield. We have some wonderful rewards for you guys. Uh, also, a quick announcement about the threshold rewards and stuff like that. Um, we have started organizing the people who have reached the threshold rewards, and some of you guys have reached multiple of your threshold rewards and stuff. I've actually reached out to everyone who should be getting a threshold reward. If you think that you should, and I haven't messaged you about like shipping information, that kind of stuff, get at me. But um, we are going to do that probably three times a year when we send everything out. So if you reach a threshold reward, don't expect to receive that immediately. We've discovered that the logistics of 
getting a bunch of stuff together and then mailing it out across the countries internationally and stuff like that is actually a lot more difficult than we anticipated. So there's probably going to be like several just times in the year when if you have reached a threshold by that time in the year, then you'll get your thresholds. And if you didn't get it that time, by that time, then the next time that we send them out that year, then you'll make sure that you get the stuff that you received previously. Uh, Rocket Everybody tweeters. got that? <laughs> <laughs> Rocket tweeters. If you tweet about the show, mention us in some way, quote the show, reference us. We really appreciate it. It helps spread the word about the show to other people who might be interested in it. And we pick our three favorites. And yes. we give them Rocket Tweeter status for the week by reading their tweets live on the show. Goji, who'd you pick this week? My Rocket Tweeter is Dizzy, our new Grand Champ Patreon. And he says, at LF Manfield, excited to be repping the $25. Finally, we have more than one Grand Champ. Hashtag go big or go home. Oh, wow. So let that be known that if you pay us money, you can buy Rocket Tweeter status. This is yeah, a pay-to-win he, model. A pay-to-win model for sure. Straight up bought it, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to choose my good buddy, Artomata. He not only gave me some games, but he also tweeted about them. He said, got a few games in with Knox Phoenix RL today. What a talented guy. Oh, shucks. Thanks, man. Keep up the <laughs> awesome work on at LF Manfield with a couple, you know, like clapping emojis and some like thumbs up and 100% and, you know, ah, and fun and stuff. Thank you, Arto. And I got pickets and he tweets, turns up volume when at Ninja Fan speaks. Turns down volume when Knox Phoenix speaks and covers pants when Darth Goji speaks at Huff Manfield. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hang on. I I so I'm confused about this one, guys. Does it does he turn down the volume because I'm loud or does he turn down the volume because I'm annoying? <laughs> I don't know. That's um, something you're gonna have to ask Pickets. I'm gonna have to ask Pickets. Alright. Thank you to the fat rat for the use of our theme song Xenogenesis. Uh, gives it to us for free for use, and we really appreciate it because it's a super sick song. Actually, guys, I think for the first time ever, I listened to the full song uh, because it came up on like my Spotify shuffle the other day, and oh, it's a really good song. I I jumped into uh, Axel Toss's uh, stream the other day, and it was jamming on his stream. That's cool. What? Yeah, it was awesome. There you go. Um, that's going to do it for us this week. Can't wait until we see you guys next week on Life from Manfield. But until then, I am Knox Phoenix. I'm Ninja Sepp Ben. And I'm Darth Goji. And may the face-offs be ever in your favor. <laughs>